This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. What a year, what a year, what a year 2020 has been, to say the very least. I mean, this has been, I want to say, not the worst year ever. Certainly, there can be argued that there has been worse years than 2020. And to be honest with you, I know people who did very, very well in 2020. Look, the reality is... Every year, people get sick, people die, people are born, people have good years, people have bad years. Now, I don't know if 2020 was good or bad or meh for you. I mean, I really don't. I wish I could reach out and talk to every single listener, but that's not possible. But whether it was 2020 was a good year for you or a bad year, I've got 11 things I want to encourage you to think about as we enter the end of 2020 and the beginning of a brand new year in 2021. Now, one of the things I want you to do is as you listen to these 11 things is I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I don't want you to say, oh my goodness, I have to do all 11 things to finish 2020 strong. No, you don't have to do all 11 things. What I encourage you to do is pick one thing that resonates with you and start doing that and then go back and pick another one. Maybe write all these down or maybe bookmark this podcast, whatever works for you. But these are just 11 ideas that I think would help you finish strong in 2020 and get ready for an incredible 2021. Idea number one, drink half your weight in ounces of water every single day. Now, I didn't say liquids. So alcohol, coffee, tea, soda or pop, depending on what place uh, the world you live in. I mean water, literally plain water, not flavored with anything, just water. When you drink water and the research backs this up, your body doesn't have to work as hard. And if your body doesn't have to work hard to break it down, it's got more energy for you to be more productive. So drink half your weight in ounces of water every single day. Really easy for you to do. Number two, embrace the boredom. Now, Cal Newport wrote a couple books I highly recommend you read. One is called Deep Work and one is called Digital Minimalism. And in one of the books, I don't remember which book, he talks about when we go to the doctor's office, we go and we have to stand in line at the supermarket or the pharmacy, whatever the case may be, and there's a line. What do we do? We pull out our phones. And he suggests that you don't pull out your phone. You just don't pull out a magazine or a book. Just look around and notice your surroundings. We live in a society that shames people for being bored. What I want you to follow Cal Newport's advice and embrace the boredom. If you're bored, just be bored. We don't have to be doing something 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So embrace the boredom. That's number two. Idea number three goes along with his book, uh, Cal Newport's book, Digital Minimalism. When you go on a short trip, go without technology. Okay. Now I'm 55 years young. And I remember when there were no apps, no cell phones, new uh, internet was new. I mean, I remember when there's TV stations, uh, TV that had three TV stations, ABC, CBS, and NBC. I remember pre-Fox. 
I remember pre-PBS, okay? I remember when you used to go to the grocery store, you used to, your mom or maybe you put on a list of all things you had to buy. You didn't go and have an app. You went to the store. You didn't need Apple Maps or Google Maps or Waze. You knew how to get to the store. So I encourage you, if you're going to your friend's house, if you're going shopping, going to church, going to the mosque, going to synagogue, leave your technology home. You know where you're going. It's okay. You will survive. So go on short trips without your technology. Idea number four, commit to journaling. Okay. How many times have you thought to yourself, oh man, you know, I remember we went to Susie's house. Was it last January? No, May. No, it was 2018. Was it 2017? Because you're going to lose track of time. And I encourage you to commit to journaling every day. Now, here's the problem with journaling. Well, I don't want to say problem. I want to say the challenge to journaling. Okay. Here's the challenge. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to sit down and write paragraphs on what happened during the day. That's why I'm a huge fan of bullet journaling. Now, if you're not, don't have any clue what bullet journaling is, go to Google and type in bullet journaling. Go get the book on how to bullet journal. It's an incredible, easy way to journal every day. Instead of writing paragraphs and pages, you write one to two sentences. It's incredible. Now, the bullet journal I use is a pocket-sized journal. It's a moleskin journal, and it goes in my pocket so I can bring it everywhere. A lot of people make the mistake. Well, I think it's a mistake. They go out and get this ginormous journal. Who wants to carry that around with them? You want a journal, in my opinion, the size of your cell phone that goes in your pocket or your purse. So commit to bullet journaling. Matter of fact, go find out. If you don't know what bullet journaling is, go find out what it is. Go find out what it is and try it out. You may not like it, but I think you will like it. So whether you use bullet journaling or something else, commit to journaling. Number five, reduce the amount of news you consume. Okay. News is available on the internet, on apps, and on TV 24-7-365. You don't need that much fear and negativity in your life. So I've got the saying, stay informed, not obsessed. Stay informed, not obsessed. Okay? So know what's going on in the world. If someone says, hey, uh, what do you think about COVID? And you go, COVID? I mean, you should know what COVID is, Okay. But don't be obsessed. Watch, pick an outlet of news you love and you trust and check in once in a while. Now, I don't mean check in their apps and have notifications and installed on your app and all those other things. I mean, you know what's going on and you go on with your life. That's number five. Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out MrProductivity.com to find out how to be coached by me for less than a dollar a day. Get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Number six, speaking of notifications, do a regular notification cleanse. Now, what this is, is you go through all your notifications on all your devices and you look at each one and go, is this serving me or is this a distraction? Now, I'll be honest with you. I am not a zero notifications guy. I do have some notifications on my phone, calendars, to-dos, my credit card and debit card company, weather apps, those things I have on. But most of my notifications are turned off, including email and social media. So I encourage you to do a notification cleanse right after you listen to this episode 
And then I want you to schedule on your calendar every month. I would do the first weekend of every month that you go through and make sure nothing fell through the cracks. Okay. Do a notification cleanse. Idea number seven, clean up your devices. I don't mean with a disinfectant um, wrap rag or wipe, whatever it is. What I want you to do is remove all those apps that you don't use anymore. Okay. You know, you probably have a half a dozen, if not a dozen apps on your phone that you don't use anymore. So get rid of them, delete them off your phone, clean up the clutter on your devices. When I see devices, I mean, your phone, your tablet, your watch, your desktop, your laptop, whatever you got, go through all your apps and remove the ones you're no longer using. Number eight, Take a picture a day, not just on the special occasions or when you meet someone famous. I mean, just once a day, take a picture of something. And here's I here's how I want you to up it. Okay, if you take a picture of your dog on, let's say, the first of the month, don't take another picture of your dog. Well, as your picture of the day, I mean, for at least a month. Now, you can still take a picture of your dog, but if you take a picture of your dog in the second, you got to take another picture of something else. I want you to think outside the box because it's a lot to take pictures of the world and get creative. Maybe you take a picture of, I don't know, a chair in your office. I don't care what it is. Just take a picture of, of, of something every single day. What's going to happen is it's going to broaden your horizons. Okay. You're going to start seeing things you normally don't see. Number nine, close your rings. Now I'm an Apple watch fanboy, and on my watch, I have several rings. Well, not just on my watch, but on every every Apple watch. There is the move ring, the stand ring, and the exercise ring. Now, you don't have to have an Apple watch to close your rings. Now, first of all, the move ring. You should be moving every day. In our society today, we're all sitting on Zoom calls. We're all sitting in front of our laptops and our computers. Whatever the case may be, we're not moving enough. So make sure you're taking time to move throughout the day. Now, that means that you get up and you go get something to drink in the kitchen or you go out and walk the dog or you walk around the house. Whatever the case may be, you need to move. Get that body moving. I I do what's known as the 50-10 Pomodoro technique. So I will work for 50 minutes straight, and then at, at uh, 50 minutes past the hour, I get up and walk around for 10 minutes. Got to get that body moving. Number two, stand at least once for one minute every hour for at least 12 hours a day. Right? You got to get up from your computer. Get up, walk around, take a walk around the block, walk the dog, like I said a few minutes ago. Get up and move. Get up and stand. And the third thing is exercise. Now, I want you to be careful when you exercise. So I run every single day. But if you're not in good shape, don't start running tomorrow. Okay, make sure you're you're doing appropriate exercise. It may just be a walk. It may be lifting weights. It may be, I don't know, doing yoga. But you need to exercise every single day. I recommend you exercise at least 30 minutes a day, but that's my recommendation. I am not a doctor. I am not a fitness instructor. That's what I do. So my move ring on my Apple Watch is set to 900 calories burned per day, which part of that is the exercise. I stand for a minimum of 12 hours and I exercise 30 minutes. I've been doing this for like two and a half years now. That's what I recommend. Number 10, create a morning routine. Now, when I say create a morning routine, I want it to be something that's portable. 
Okay, because if you always go to a particular coffee shop with your particular friends and you sit in this particular booth, when you go on vacation, it's very hard to do that because you're not going to fly home to meet your friends at the coffee shop. So what I do is I get up, I read my Bible, I read a devotion, I make I plan my day, I do my French lesson. These are all things I can do anywhere in the world. So if you don't have a morning routine, I want you to create a morning routine. If you have a morning routine, I want you to think about, okay, is this serving me? Now, notice my morning routine does not involve me picking up my phone and checking social media or checking my email. I don't do that. I do these other things first. I start my day intentionally with my morning routine and it's kind of like a work in progress i'll hear about someone else's morning routine i'll go huh that's interesting i'm gonna incorporate it into mine now here's the thing you don't want to have a morning routine that is too long that doesn't excite you if you're like oh the morning routine you're not going to stick with it so i want you to create a morning routine that is going to serve you that you're going to love to do every single day number 11 Commit to going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time. Your body, whether you want to believe this or not, loves consistency. You can read Dr. Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, an incredible book. I highly recommend it. Your body loves consistency. Go to bed every night, seven nights a week at the same time. Get up every morning, seven days days a week at the same time. Your body loves consistency. What happens is most people go to bed reasonably from Sunday to Thursday, and they get up reasonably from Monday to Thursday because that's traditionally the work week. And then on Friday nights and Saturday nights, all hours of night, they sleep in on Saturday and Sunday. And then your body, which, by the way, can't catch up on sleep, is slugging it through Monday and Tuesday. So if you don't believe me, forget the science. Try it for yourself. For 30 days, commit to going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time and let me know how you feel. I promise you, I've been doing this for many, many, many months because I started doing this, oh, back in February 2020. I can tell you it really works. So the 11 ways to finish 2020 strong are drink half your weight in ounces of water every day. Number two, embrace the boredom. It's okay to be bored. Number three, go on short trips without your technology. Number four, commit to journaling, a version of journaling that you like. I personally like bullet journaling. You find out what works for you. Number five, reduce the amount of news you consume. Remember, stay informed, not obsessed. Number six, do a notification cleanse monthly. Number seven, clean up your devices from those apps you no longer use. Number eight, take a picture of day and not of the same thing every day. Number nine, close your ring, move, stand, and exercise every day. Number 10, create a morning routine. And number 11, commit to going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time every single morning. So here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I want you to pick out one of these 11 things and I want you to put it into motion. And once you get comfortable with that, come back and pick up another one. I'm going to list these on my website, which the link for that will be in the podcast show notes. But I want you to do this. Now, these are not all the 11 ways you can finish 2020 strong and start 2021 strong. This, These are starters. I want you to think about, you know, maybe you're already doing some of the things. If that's great, that's you. Hands on. Give me a clap. 
virtual clap right here on, on, the, on the podcast. But if you're not doing any of them, hey, don't judge yourself. Don't judge yourself. Just say, hey, listen, I'm not doing any of these 11. I'm going to pick one of these. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to see if this guy, this crazy guy knows what he's talking about. I know what I'm talking about. So trust me. So 11 ways to finish 2020 strong and start 2021 stronger. I hope it served you well. I'd love to know what you think of this episode. So please let me know. You can find out how to contact me in the show notes, or you can just go to my website, mrproductivity.com. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also, you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski 